0: Welcome to episode 74 of Gave My Mom Found. I am Mike Elberton, and who wants some cake with me tonight? I am Stephen JD. Excuse
1: me. Stuart Hughes. (laughs) At America. Hey.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I, I couldn't think of anything the turrets say, and I'm like, I think one of them says excuse me. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. I I mean, the thing that always stuck with me whenever you're talking about robots is, you're not supposed to be here. I don't Alien know if isolation. It's I don't know if it's in the
1: second game. I don't think it's in this one. It's like game of the uh, multiplayer where one of the turrets goes, Thank you for not killing me. <laughs> it's not this one, I don't think. I just remember
0: like, I don't hate you. I don't when hate you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. It's okay. <laughs> All right, a couple quick things before we get too far in this episode. Um, One, we are still, as I had mentioned before, very briefly in last week's episode, but on the Stalker episode, we are still doing the giveaway. This is going to be the last week of it because I need to close it. But with all the shit that happened to me, I haven't been able to really promote it. So we gave it an extra week because we probably should have given it more time in the first place. So if you haven't entered yet for the giveaway, we are giving away a a Steam copy of Stalker Shadow, Shadow of Chernobyl. Just tag, sh- share one of our posts. take us in it. Let us know. I'll put you in the drawing. Or definitely, if you want to make sure you're in the drawing so I don't miss it, take a screenshot of you sharing something and send in a screenshot to the email. GameMyMomFun at Yahoo.com. I will definitely see that. No problem at all because there's not that much spam in there. So please do that. And then you'll be entered into the drawing. And then we are closing it by next week, uh, 6 June 14th, Central America, Central Time at some point. We're closing
1: it only on June
0: 14th in Central America. (laughs) 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 June 14th, get it done. Let me know. You'll be entering the drawing before we do this recording. So We'll announce it on the show. That's the plan. (laughs) All right. So that concludes that. That gets out of the way. Another quick thing I do want to mention is we recently, about a week and a half ago, we hit 25,000 total downloads for this show. Hey, Woohoo! So that that's a huge number for us. I mean, we have published at this time 99 episodes. <laughs> but hey, it's insane to me that our episodes have been downloaded 25,000 times. Yeah, yeah, it's it is insane. Right now, it's over. It's, about, it's higher than that, but that doesn't matter. We hit that milestone, and this is actually our hundredth episode too that we're to published. I mean, that Woo-hoo. doesn't include regular episodes. That includes the comics and the movies and the random shit that we have done since then. This is the 100th episode. It's not
1: episode 100.
0: Yes. <laughs> I probably should have numbered everything, but I did not. We so. number them all in the files. <laughs> yeah, oh, sorry. of. Now. So, <laughs> now we do. It makes it a little easier. And a couple other quick things to mention before we get in the episode, because this is what I do. Um, in May, I want to give a quick shout out to the Texas had the most downloads for us for all of May for the show with 467 downloads out of Texas. So thank mm-hmm. you, Texans. And also, somebody tell somebody in Kansas to download us. The only state that nobody downloads was Kansas. I don't understand. So somebody. Well,
1: nobody, nobody lives in Kansas. So. <laughs> yeah. so Somebody in Kansas.
2: (laughs) Tell someone to download the show. That's the uh, true wasteland of the U.S.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I live next to the biggest military military base on the east coast i've met people from every state i know uh, i know a ridiculous amount of people that are from um uh, from alaska never met a single person from kansas i'm not convinced it's a real place
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean at all oh, and also we were the country that downloaded us the most was mexico so thank you mexico thank you mexico for listening to us yay yay and next is australia than yeah. germany so hey there's people around the world listening to our voices every week hola <laughs> all right now Gracias. that all that i'll
1: be the the white guy at every mexican restaurant grassy ass he's always talking the glattles voice now the people you hear and you're just like god damn it why i took six years of spanish grassy ass <laughs> <laughs> all right now that we got that all out of the way
0: um Stu, do you want to introduce what we're gonna be talking about tonight
1: yes uh we are playing the one of the three games that was released on the orange box back in 2007 portal the first portal game yeah yeah oh. <laughs> and we're probably going to talk about the orange box a little bit too because you can't not
0: yeah and it's i mean because that for a lot i mean i want to say did portal release by itself on steam back when it first came out or was it only yeah. in the orange okay mm-hmm. it, on, on steam
1: um it was released in the orange box first for uh windows and 360 back when some games released on disc for windows you remember the old
2: days (laughs) (laughs) Um, cd drive
1: and then i do what's funny is i have a cd drive in my computer it doesn't work and it hasn't worked for about six months and i have no reason to fix it i just i've
0: at no point have i been like i need to put a cd in here (laughs) you don't need cd drives for a guy who works with computers on a daily basis where people bring me stuff everything is flash drives or email every so often people bring bring me a cd but it's like one out every six months like it's yeah. not a common thing but, um
1: yeah this was released on first on disc and then to uh a co- i think a couple years later it was released maybe not even a couple years later maybe a couple months later it was released uh individually on steam along with um team fortress 2 and half life 2 mm-hmm. and it was like uh it's hard to explain how big the orange box was when it came out because it was just such a it was like not only was it the, not only was it Portal, it was also Team Fortress Two, which was an insanely popular and successful multiplayer game. Mm-hmm. It was also Half Life Two Episode Two, which was like the much awaited, quote unquote, ending to the Half Life Two game, which wasn't really an ending, but <laughs> everyone wanted it. And so I'm trying, I was trying to think of like an example today of some company doing that, or like what it would be like. And the closest thing I could think of would be like if. If like when Call of Duty Warzone came out, Warzone came out and also on the disc was a really good single player game and a really good puzzle game. Like if the witness Call of Duty Warzone and then like Last of Us was on one disc, that's kind of what the orange box was.
2: (laughs) It was that's huge. It. And yeah.
1: it was $60, so it was, like, the best deal ever. And people were
0: like, holy fucking shit, I get three games? I mean, I didn't... I bought it for 20... The first time I had Experience Portal was I bought it for $20 on, on 360 at some point when it had dropped out at Target, because I worked there. And that <laughs> my, was my first experience with it. I loved it. Um, it almost
1: had... I remember it having, like almost like a mystical quality to it because i didn't buy the orange box myself for a while but i heard friends talking about it and the way they talked about it was like god had visited them (laughs) like (laughs) the orange box is here and i feel like i think for like a month i was like what the fuck is the orange box because at that point i had played half-life one but it had been a while and i had never played half-life two and friends were like you like oh the orange box is here like it's got half-life it it not only did it have half-life two episode two which was the feature thing it also had Half-Life 2 and Half-Life 2 Episode 1 on it as like a bonus feature. A full game was a bonus feature. (laughs)
3: Mm -hmm. People were like,
1: oh, you gotta you got like the orange box, the orange box, you gotta get the orange box, you gotta play the games on the orange box. And it was like some magical, mystical thing that people talked about. (laughs) Yeah, well, we should mention too that the actual game of Portal was
2: created by students in DigiPen, which was an institute of technology. So they, Valve had seen Seen it like at some show or something, some career fair. And like one of the people was like, Well, uh, let's go like show this to Gabe. So they went and showed it to Gabe Newell, who I think is the president or CEO of Valve right mm-hmm. now. And he was like, All right, guys, so uh, we're going to hire you and we're going to take this game, and now it's ours. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, they they eventually offered them jobs. And uh, I still remember seeing Portal on the Steam store and being like, wow, this is why didn't somebody think of this before? This is just insane.
0: I mean, it's a simple concept, but it's
3: done yeah. extremely well. So good. So if it means anything, um, I'm looking at my Steam library, which has over 11 or 1100 games on it. The first game on there is Counter-Strike. <laughs> then it then it is Portal and then Geometry Wars so it, it was one of the first games I got for Steam and I know I've
1: played <laughs> this game dozens of times yeah it's 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 hard to explain to people I think maybe less so now that like uh Half-Life Alex is out but there was a long period of time where like younger people getting into video games trying to explain like Valve wasn't just a Company that run like ran Steam. They actually used to make really good games <laughs> for a long time. That was what they mainly did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a long time ago. You don't the, cre- the creepy, loading screen. With yeah, creepy loading
0: screen. Yeah, you knew you were about to play a really good game. And they really have not made many games though either. No, I mean they haven't really had to i mean not
1: just like economically like because they're they obviously are making most of their money through steam but just like the first half-life i don't even know if i would say i don't even know if i would personally say like it was revolutionary i don't think it was personally i think it was just a really well-made game that came out at exactly the right time and valve was very good at coming up with very very well-made games and releasing them at exactly when they needed to come out
2: yeah something to compete with doom basically which
1: it certainly did yeah they had like 2007 to 2009 was like the best years they had with video games because they just kept releasing constantly kept releasing good shit and then and then they're like yeah oh, we'll just focus on steam for a while and everyone kind of gave up on the idea of them making video games and then they're like oh we're gonna do half-life alex and we're like is this gonna be like another 10 years between games Valve? Well, or are you gonna start making games again <laughs> Probably not.
3: they've never they've never made a three out of all their great games yeah have never done half-life three Left 4 Dead 3 or Portal 3. <laughs> oh, like, let's talk about.
1: <laughs> let's talk about early memes. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> Valve was like the early meme company. Uh, I remember like in the early days of meme culture, it was troll faces, which I can think we can all agree. It's good that they're gone because they're just shitty jokes. Like whenever I see people today share like a troll face meme, I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I like what get a little face? angry at them. Like, you know, the like the like you mad bro faces or like the... Okay, what was the big one? I can't even remember. Just the, like the shitty little like stick drawing faces that people would yeah. put on everything.
0: Oh, okay, that was a long yeah. time ago though. F7U12.
1: Yeah, it was like 2005 internet, and it's it it seems like it's like millions of years ago now when it was like 15 well
0: 2020 has been already going on for three years it feels like and we're only six months into it so hey you know i I can believe that (laughs) there was a point
3: years to go there was a point (laughs) on the
0: internet when
1: memes were just hey you know thing and people being like i'm gonna share this fucking everywhere i know that thing and then Valve released Half-Life 2 and the meme became for a long time. Valve doesn't know how to count to three for like years. <laughs> yep. It's still going on. It's still happening, but
0: it's like whenever I see it now, I'm like, that's an old that's an old meme. Like, <laughs> Oh, I do have a question, though, anyway. for someone who never played a Half-Life game and won't until someone puts him on the show. Um, is Portal part of that same universe? yeah yes. yeah okay where does it take does it take place before half-life or after half-life one i'm assuming a, after half-life one that's a good question mike and
1: oh, i, I never, cannot tell
2: you okay, okay um, i never I, explained it i believe it does because there are like when you go back past some of the rooms in the game there's like this blackboard and a projector and the projector keeps saying like black mesa review bad aperture good what is black mm. mesa costly personnel overpaid <laughs> yeah they uh um, it, it, it,
1: oh. it's kind of like a joke in the series that the companies hate each other and like actively i want to say in portal 2 uh which introduces the character the amazing perfect character cape johnson played by jk simmons um, oh yeah i want to say he even has like a line at some point in the game where he's like like those fucking idiots over at black mesa thinking they could do a better job like
2: <laughs>
1: like they're actively like working against each other and In Half-Life 2, episode two, I think it's episode two, they hint at a crossover where one of the scientists in that game is like, you see her like going onto a ship and it has aperture science on the side of it. And it's like a a hint that like the game, the worlds were going to converge. And then they just never did a three. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. And never will.
1: Like, I'm glad they
2: carried over the humor, though, because this game, as much as it tries to be serious and kill you, you are uh, experiencing a lot of jokes during your stay at uh, oh, Aperture.
1: <laughs> well, I, I even... always forget like 90% of them, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is a good thing. That makes jokes funnier. When you don't remember them, because when you go, oh, when yeah. you remember the jokes to a movie such like Avengers, you go back and watch it and realize you didn't like it as much as you thought you did. It's um, <laughs> it's like it, the, the shelf life
1: of a joke, too, is so important when something being like, timeless, like any any like Judd Apatow movie I feel like is funny when it comes out and then you go back and watch it like a couple years later and you're like "Ah, this is just boring like they're referencing (laughs) stuff that happened so long ago that's true like I I love the movie The Other Guys but they reference TLC constantly in that movie and it's like it's a really funny joke but TLC's kind of like fallen off the radar of everybody in the last couple years well they're gone
0: (laughs) I mean one of the I want to say one of the singers is dead too so oh really?
1: Yeah. yeah yeah left eye did not know that well that's sad but yeah it's like <laughs> that makes sense actually <laughs> but yeah they've just like the jokes don't really hold up as much as if you were in the moment and the jokes in this are so just timelessly funny so i'm like, forgetting them and going back to play i'm like i can still laugh at the ridiculousness of
0: glados <laughs> but oh. even this the way the game starts off the game doesn't really give you much context to start with you just wake up in what looks to be in my opinion a jail cell because you mm. have a toilet you have a bed you have a radio, I think you have a radio, you have a radio in your room, <laughs> mm-hmm. but-, but you're in like this little room and that's when GLaDOS comes out like, oh, you were, it didn't say something about you woke up or something. It's like- <laughs> just like, oh good, you're awake. Okay, that's what it was. Yep. Yeah. Because like, you were in stasis, right? I want it's to say.
1: never really explained. Um, I love, th- the only thing she like says about it is uh, she calls it like the, the like uh, safety Like the personal safety vault or something. Mm -hmm. And it is like very much just a jail cell. You wake up and there's like a radio playing music. I love that opening because you wake up and the only thing in the cell with you is your bed and like a radio playing music. And it's just, it's so cold, but like somehow just... The one like the radio playing such a
0: uh, like upbeat song is, is something there's something so funny about that. <laughs> yeah, it's well, uh... throughout this entire game, like we were saying with the humor, like they they use that to disguise the the devilish intent of which you, where you're at and what's happening around you is all like a joke or a test when it's not. Yeah. I mean, you you're supposed to die and you're in many situations where you could die and would die in normal if you were not in a video game. It's one of
1: my favorite uses of like a game's design as part of the story because it's the whole game is designed to look very like like clean and corporate like all the signs on the wall are like corporate signs in helvetica type font with like <laughs> the little stick men doing stuff and yeah. it just becomes part of the joke
2: well it's it's funny too because like she's almost encouraging you to get to the end because we all know what happens at the end you get cake
0: <laughs> yeah. but uh
2: She's uh, like every time you do something like you solve a puzzle, she'll say something encouraging. Like, I think um, the first time you shoot yourself across a room, she says, look at you sailing through the air majestically like an eagle piloting a blimp. Yeah, Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I love how the game ramps her ridiculousness up perfectly where there's there's a i think it's after the second puzzle you beat she says something like um the test will now congrat, like uh glados is some, so set to to congratulate you in three two and like it's sad, static out and it's like it's funny in the moment and then you go back and you're like oh that's like that's like the first sign that something sinister is going on yeah <laughs> and for those
0: that don't know glados is this ai computer that is is your narrator that's kind of di- well, not narrator or well, maybe narrator that's kind of what directing you with what to do and is the one that's putting you through all these tests and telling you hey if you finish these tests we're gonna congratulate you they'll be cake and they keep talking about there's gonna be cake something time.
1: um valve has always excelled at is giving you a uh, a silent protagonist but balancing that by making all the characters you interact with very interesting mm-hmm. like oh, yeah. exceedingly interesting <laughs>
2: Uh, one of the things you can do too is um you can annoy her by doing tests a certain way oh and yeah uh, one of my favorite things she says is like here come the test results you're a horrible person and we weren't even testing for that
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i never got
1: that one. Oh yeah it's great i love it. every time you uh, there's like the little cameras all over the labs and if you ever destroy a camera she's like please do not destroy aperture equipment it is there to make you better <laughs> <laughs> how do you Thank you cameras? for helping
2: us help you help us yeah, you can just shoot it, a
3: portal at
2: one of the cameras portal, oh. you can uh you yeah. can
1: like later you can redirect um redirect rockets and shit at them too okay <laughs> like, I, I never did that at some point she says like she says something like why did you even break that that was doing nothing <laughs> <laughs> i think you can break one she's like
0: good that camera didn't even work <laughs> It, it's a very interesting, like you're you saying before, everything is very clean looking. I mean, very well sciencey and very corporate, and that look sticks throughout most of the game. But as you progress through, you start seeing signs that something's wrong. You start seeing like handwriting in places. You'll see areas that are outside the walls of the regular containment that you're in, where things are just more rugged and more like burnt down and look just look more regular. Like someone hasn't been keeping up on these sections. So they're like behind the behind the scenes section that you're not told to see it starts
1: even like more subtle than that too which um i always i I only notice on like repeat playthroughs Really, where you'll go through and like a light will kind of flicker it's like it's supposed to be like the first the first test is like a perfect setup test everything works everything's clean and then the second test you go into one of the lights is flickering and it's like the first little clue that like something's not right Yeah, because
2: oh. you're essentially a rat in a maze and there are it's like somebody else was going through this before you and they're leaving mm. you clues like the cake is a lie. <laughs> Don't yeah. trust the
0: cake. <laughs> well, One thing that I took and that I'm curious if I'm the if I'm not the only one is that the event that you're going through is after like an apocalyptic situation has happened on the earth and there's not a lot of people. And then these are people who either went to sleep for one reason or another. And GLaDOS is taking them and then doing these experiments on them. It's kind of implied um,
1: Shell is like a android or something herself. She's not like a
0: person or she is a person. Then she's Is Is this a number one somewhere?
1: Uh, It's just just kind of implied through like outside stuff, uh, basically. Like it's. I think there's some things about it in the second game, but the second game you can't trust any anything anybody says to you. So I always took it as like Shell is like some kind of android, but you're doing these these. You're doing these enrichment center puzzles because it's called the Aperture Science Enrichment Center and it's like (laughs) all these tests. To either, and you never know if you're testing the equipment or if the game is testing you, or like if in universe they're testing like Shell because she might be an android. I ne- you never really know, but mm-hmm. it's implied to take place after the combines have invaded Earth and in Half-Life, so like okay. the labs all gone to shit.
0: That's what I okay. That's kind of what I was getting at. What were you gonna say, Adam? Oh, I can't even remember now. I think oh, I was no. going to uh, go on something like that, but not as <laughs> at, not as in depth. So, oh, and <laughs> yeah, since good since job. we we probably should mention since what we idea. haven't mentioned yet the gameplay of this game. It's a very simple first in in a way simple first person shooter, but you only have one gun, which is the portal gun, and it takes a little bit before you get to make two portals. You can make a blue portal, and an orange portal, and yeah. they connect wherever, and you can shoot them on majority of the walls or surfaces, not all, mm-hmm. but the majority. And then the whole idea is that you have to solve these puzzles using these portals to get around. It's a very simple yeah. concept. It's it's
1: so simple and they once you get the portal gun you have it for the rest of the game and that's such an easy thing for developers to be like here's this here's this weapon or here's this like tool that you have and now we're going to take it away from you. And that's going to ha- that's how we're going to ramp up the difficulty. Boom. And this game never takes the portal gun away from you. They but you them. start learning how
3: to use momentum and yeah, and it stack on something. So you can see
1: just this tiny little space that you might be able to hit. Yeah, yeah, I think it's it's such a credit so why this game holds up that you never lose any powers you just get better at solving puzzles and you really have a sense of satisfaction at the end of every puzzle Uh, uh, I wonder how hard it was to program that because you, you, when
2: you go through a portal sometimes if you fall from a great height it will give you momentum so I'm wondering what the programming was if it was difficult to get that where you had to go through one portal
1: and shoot out the other I, I don't know I mean imagine it's so as simple as like it's as simple as writing a physics engine. Well, that's yeah. a weird sentence. It's as simple, simple. As, it's as simple as writing a physics engine where traveling through a portal doesn't negate your momentum in any way or your mm-hmm. speed. The thing that always I always love about it is that you can go through a portal, and as soon as you go through the portal, the gravity changes because you might be coming out at for angle sometimes you can come out like upside down and it'll flip you in the air oh yeah that's always like that's the impressive thing to me is that going through the portal I will sometimes immediately shift your your gravity and that's a lot of numbers to be running on a computer at once
0: <laughs> it's very interesting it looks it still looks good to this day the graphics are still just fine for this game i had no problem yeah, with it it folds up remarkably well yeah, I was surprised, because I'm not a big PC gamer until this show, and I'm not used to a lot of mouse and keyboard, it was very, it was very in, 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 intuitive, or initiative, what the hell that word is. Intuitive? It felt good. Yes. It felt good <laughs> about inspiring. people. Like, I had no problem with it. It wasn't like I was playing Stalker, where I was hating myself. It was just nice and simple. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good game to play after Stalker, because it's so, like you said, it is so intuitive, and nothing really changes about like you get so the game starts and you don't have the portal gun initially they just show you what a portal is and explain to you that you can move through them and it's done very simply where it's like go through the orange portal and you come out and it's like now you're on the blue portal like it's very simple Then they give you the portal gun and you can create the uh one portal and go through the other one and then immediately you can activate both portals and the rest of the game is just you know exactly how to navigate. It's just finding the path.
2: Yeah, this is... And we we did an episode about video game commercials. This commercial for this game was actually done really effectively in explaining all that. Like, it oh, yeah. tells you everything you need to know. <laughs> yeah, even the
1: commercial tells you what the fuck... How to play the game. It's It, it, it was such a simple concept that just... I don't know, like... The, the students who came up with this were, I think, just, like, geniuses. Or they just, like, really... They really dove into like one simple idea like let's make let's and Val was like let's expand this into do a whole game because i want to say when they made it it was just like a couple levels at at when they did it i think they didn't they do it for like a uh like a not a contest but it was like a project where they was <sighs> like we're just gonna do a couple levels and then Val was like all right like
0: throw 17 more levels on there mm-hmm. <laughs> here's here's a thousand dollars I mean, there's only 19 regular levels and then 19 is mostly the escape level. Plus, you, I guess I want to say after you beat the game, there's the advanced levels where you can re- do puzzles again with more puzzles or something. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, just like bonus test chambers, essentially. Oh, Jesus. The, I was
1: trying. So I did not realize they, they I turned ranked off my They up the difficulty on them. <laughs> I was oh. watching the commercial. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're also interrupting Adam, but it's okay. Oh, no, no you're I'm fine. So <laughs> also, <laughs> I, thought my, I thought my headphones were still on. <laughs> I started playing the commercial and it just started screaming. <laughs> so is anybody on the portal unofficial wiki right now? Mike, right Okay, all right.
3: I just found out an Easter egg. it's really awesome but so subtle so if you take your cursor and slowly hover over the letters anything that has like a straight line in it like an l or an h or t your cursor will turn orange on some of them and blue on some of the other ones but you gotta yeah you gotta go really slow but on the portal wiki yeah the unofficial wiki so like yeah you just take your cursor and line up the line like with anything that has a straight line and you'll see that it turns orange or blue
0: oh mine now but mine's also bigger than it than it should be because i played with oh. i messed with the settings oh okay yeah <laughs>
3: I, I was just scrolling through and like i was like wait a minute what did i
1: just see that so no, pretty that's pretty cool that's uh that's so appropriate too. like it I, if we if we were to sit down and just list the Easter eggs in the game alone, it would be a three hour episode. Yeah, and the amount of like Easter eggs that it's like one of the reasons I love uh like the real like. Old school Valve fans is they were just like anybody who made any sites would just hide Easter eggs everywhere. People would hide Easter eggs in like forums and stuff. It's just like there was just a mutual love of those little jokes that one person might maybe one person will find and find funny and then move on. And it's so much effort for one joke,
0: and that's my favorite kind of joke. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of how this game is too. Like, there are so many little things that you might never come across while you're playing. Like, I wouldn't, you know, wouldn't be surprised that because isn't there a supposedly there's a secret room somewhere in this game too yes you were talking about it earlier what is that so that's um that's kind of where
1: like the it's kind of like where the majority of the theories from this game come from is that one room where it's uh you go in later and it's like a room that implies that other shells or other people have existed and gotten to that room and they're like like putting down information where it's like don't trust glados and like the, i think that's where like the cake is the lie is written in there the cake oh. is a lie which has never left <laughs> the internet i think there's a line in there somewhere that's like where like like where is black mesa question mark question mark <laughs> and it's just <laughs> filled with that like ma- like the scribblings of madmen but everyone goes to that room and they're just just like what the like what it like let's people have like tried to break down all of that just random information they thrown in there and you know it was all thrown in as just a joke <laughs> it's just like it oh, would be funny to write in here and people have been like okay it says this on this wall and it says
0: down that, on that <laughs> wall what does it mean do these numbers line up what's happening well it's just how kind of how valve is i want to say because i mean Valve got real famous from making half-life which so i want to say everything they do since then does have references to half-life mm. I'm, I'm assuming well even half-life is
1: filled with like little references and easter eggs too <laughs> is it half-life uh i think it's in half-life 2 just the base game there's a part where you can come across like two uh, the aliens like the border and they're just like talking to each other and saying like weird shit and it was like oh it's like it's an easter egg and other people were like no it's like part of the canon of the game what does it mean
2: <laughs> yeah
1: it's like that uh little uh, covenant and the
2: halo
0: the first halo that oh, you God, can yeah. find
2: <laughs> just talking
0: I mean, it's a, it's a very interesting game for such a simple concept. Like, it's a lot of fun. Like, I, I wasn't sure how I was going to feel about replaying this for the show. And I completely just had a blast going through the puzzles. And I'm, for anyone listening to the show, knows I'm not one to play without a guide. But I did every everything but in this game except for two parts where I had to look up a guide. Both because I just was stupid and my brain couldn't comprehend something simple. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm
1: sorry. The... Rooms you find are called dens. I just looked it up to be sure. And uh it actually was in a comic explained as um Doug Ratman Ratman, who was a scientist researcher working at the uh enrichment center, and he was nicknamed the Ratman because he would like go into the walls and, and write down these insane theories
0: and implied oh, so that he like
1: went crazy after everything so went to shit.
0: That. Okay, so that there's a comic too called Portal to Something. I was just looking at it before the show. So
1: Yeah, and okay, you can so find also- like you find like leavings from him. He's it's implied that he's the one who's writing on all the walls. Okay, and uh, yeah, I know just...
3: he's he's very big in Portal Two, where the quest yeah. or side quest are find the rat den.
1: Yeah, he Ooh. becomes like a, yeah in this game he's like a Easter egg. In the second game, he becomes kind of an unseen character. Yeah, just a voice. Uh, okay. Apparently. <laughs> I don't know where this comes from. I think it, it must come from Portal 2 or something. Apparently, there's an alternate universe where Cave Johnson and Doug Ratman were born with switched bodies. In this universe, Cave in Doug's voice and body hijacks the intercoms to yell out and warn everyone that Ratman, presumably in Cave's body and handling the company, typically as the real Cave would, is embezzling from the staff's paychecks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> which well, yeah, That's just kind of how this game is. Like, it also reminds me, as you're progressing through the game and GLaDOS is getting a little mad at you, sometimes she glitches, which reminds me of Madel Garzala 2, that same idea where it's just like thing, you're starting to realize things just aren't right here. There's no hairy carry rocks, but it's that same type of idea that... The AI is starting to kind of lose it as you're progressing. It's a great way to do a puzzle game because it's
1: it just gives you. I I like just enough yeah it gives you just enough like i like the witness i think that's a fun puzzle game um, even if some of the puzzles are complete bullshit and i hate that um, <laughs> but i know people really like the witness but the witness doesn't give you anything really like it's got some stuff scattered around the island but it doesn't give you any it doesn't give you enough information to put anything together you never get a sense of like understanding as to why the island is there or what it even is and I think Portal is just the perfect version of a puzzle game where it's the puzzles are fun. The game, like the puzzles are fun. The gameplay, which is just the puzzles, is fun. And the story is just enough to give you a sense of the greater world around it.
3: Yeah. GLaDOS does a good job of doing her job where yeah. she, you know, she's telling you and instructing you through you know what your training is essentially like getting used to this and every time you do something you can hear her slightly get agitated (laughs) like it it, you know and then it increases increases and then i feel like there's a safety protocol in her and uh you know anytime she tries to give you too much information that's when like it kind of buzzes out because there's like yeah it's like for you or uh for your own safety and the safety of others please refrain from and then she just cuts out just yeah yeah
2: i I want to say that uh for like aperture and uh black mesa like they have no quarrels with losing employees to like experiments because i know in uh (laughs) like real life yeah like in black mesa they actually like don't care if gordon freeman dies and in this one as you learn later in portal 2 i mean shit just like goes off the rails daily like they're just doing experiments that just Screw everyone
1: over at some point. (laughs) Yeah, it's like like five scientists will die. They're like, sir, five scientists died. and Cave Johnson will be like, okay, did we did we learn anything from it? No. Yeah. Why are you telling me then? Get out of here. Can we use them for
3: lizard people
0: by any chance?
2: (laughs) Get me more pictures of Spider Man.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the two puzzles that I was referencing earlier, where I was having problems, they were, I mean, they were stupid as hell. One was just because I didn't know you could shoot through a fan. <laughs> or um, shoot like in between. So I, I, I'm i looking what to do. I'm looking what to do. And I'm like, oh, God, I'm an idiot. And the other one is you had to jump. You had to just put a cube up on top of this lever. And I thought and I kept thinking I ha- and I didn't realize, oh, you just pick it up and put it up there. I'm like, oh, but I mean, so for me, a guy who doesn't play puzzle games like they weren't. They're fun, but none of them are overly complicated where you can't figure it out if you're just thinking correctly. Yeah, I the think most the-
1: complicated puzzle is at the end. And it's very rocket rock into the tube. Yeah, and it's still very like. Like it gives you the like you know what you're doing ahead of time because you see the rocket shoot the glass and then you got to go to the other side and get the rocket to shoot that glass <laughs> and you get to the end of the hallway and you're like oh I got out of this puzzle and then the next room is more glass and you're like okay I got to use the portals to break this. It, one it of those explains exactly what to do.
2: This is uh, one of those moments where you just um, quoted Hans Gruber. <laughs> oh, shoot!
1: Shoot the glass! Shoot the glass! <laughs> that was a terrible Hans Gruber. I'm ashamed of uh, myself. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, because the, the whole point is you're in the maze. yeah
1: <laughs> <I-A. laughs>
2: And uh, Gladys doesn't want you to escape, but slowly you do find a way out because she eventually says, you know, come come and uh, get on the platform. We're going to give you your cake now. (laughs) And as you see yourself floating towards it, it's just a fire pit that you're going to burn alive in. (laughs) So you have to escape and you eventually get behind the walls of the whole science, the whole underground bunker. (laughs) And there are like little clues on the wall of like arrows pointing so i assume somebody else
1: had to escape at some point right Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, the implication is that that's why people always say like yeah it was like the rat man but the implication is that like other people like shell have gotten far too Mm -hmm. like i always thought it was like that's why i always thought shell was like an android because maybe it was like she escaped and like wrote down which way to go on the wall and then like she died at like the next like she was killed by gladys like the next checkpoint or something and yeah. they like rebuilt her and they were like all right do the puzzle again and she got a little bit further and she got a little bit further and it was like the first time i played i was like oh, I, oh and you, so like... you
0: mean like resident evil uh, the third one right <laughs> resident evil the third one i can't remember the name of the, the subtitle <laughs> for the third movie <laughs> your favorite oh. that best the best movie extinction <laughs> yeah is it ascension the one where they're like
1: there's thousands of alices and in the next movie they're like we killed all the alices (laughs) we don't speak of those movies oh we will be oh we will be one day (laughs) no it's more like a better movie um which isn't called live die repeat but it was going to be called live die repeat the fucking tom cruise one as it tomorrow is that it yeah Yeah. i always call it live die repeat because that's just a, a objectively better name for that movie it's a good movie. Yeah, it's like that where like you're going back, except instead of time travel, I always took it to be like Shell's and android and they're rebuilding her. But that was just like, that's what I got from the game. And I know other people have different theories. Adam, okay. do you have any different theories for that? You know, I uh, the only theory I have kind of goes along
3: with that uh, in that she is writing down her memories and because it's when you die. You know, it never says you're dead or anything like that. It, you You just lay there until you hit a button and then you kind of reload. Mm -hmm. Uh And and that's I mean, that's the only thing I've ever actually thought of was that, you know, she might be leaving the messages because you just reload. Yeah, and and this whole time
2: that you're escaping and you're behind the walls, kinda trying to get to the surface of the world. <laughs> GLaDOS is yelling at you. Um, mm-hmm. one of the things she says is uh congratulations on beating the odds and somehow managing to pack on a few pounds. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just it's just so mean. My favorite I think one of my favorite quotes from her is like, um, wow, you uh wow, you are so smart. You subject name here. Must be the pride of subject's hometown here. (laughs) (laughs) and then it comes out later again where she's like uh the equipment you are wearing costs more than the entire human population and equipment of subjects hometown (laughs) she's i didn't uh, get that one
2: yeah she also says uh did you know that uh people with guilty consciences are more startled by loud noises (laughs) <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I mean think, that's yeah, the that quotes are so great. To that too, where you're not like if you're not startled or something, she goes like, "I guess you're not. I, I guess you don't feel bad about anything." <laughs> that thing is probably some kind of raw sewage
2: container. Go ahead and rub your face all over it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean the audio is just so great, and the commentary. Like some of the quotes you're reading, I didn't even get in my in my playthrough of this game. So I mean, again, there's so much there that you won't even see your first time through. <laughs> oh, Oh, that was weird. I'm back. <laughs> th- what happens, Stu? I don't know. To but the s-
1: test Skype just screamed in my ear for like ten seconds. It was like one long sustained high frequency noise. It was awful. <laughs> oh, Welcome god. to
0: the USA, Stu. And like we complete the test. Oh, oh like
1: vibrated my brain. Oh, god. <laughs> <laughs> so... Jesus, so you are startled by loud noises. I guess. <laughs> yes, I guess. Yes, yes. Does that mean I have a guilty conscience? Is that a good yes. thing? <laughs> You're guilty that you signed up for this
0: podcast and you meant to only do one episode. Awesome. I heard,
1: um, I heard a theory that somebody had with the game that Shell was actually, um, like a copy of Gladys from earlier, and it was kind of, um, and, and like their theory actually held up even after Portal Two came out, when you realize what Gladys is in Portal Two it kind of holds up as like your, their theory was like Shell was like either a copy of GLaDOS from earlier in her life or Shell was like the body of GLaDOS that became like an android and they have put GLaDOS's uh, consciousness in the machine, because the spoiler for the second game, Gladys was a person, and then she was a robot. She Spoiled it a, for me, sir. I'm sorry. Um, no you're not. That's okay. The entire second. <laughs> that's like the least important part of the second game. The only thing you need F- to know F- about the second game is that Gladys is a potato. And <laughs> I was gonna
3: potato. say, <laughs> yeah, you forgot where she was a potato at one point.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really we need, to re- we need to restart the test. We'll put the second one on the list for sure, because I going back to this one, I was just it's i just happy when I play these games because they're just so well made that they're just really just fun to play. It's nice to I mean, I play so many not not because of the podcast, just in general, I play like a lot of shitty games that aren't necessarily the most well put together. I've been playing a lot of like uh, the new like Naruto to Baruto game. I think the combat <laughs> is fun, but the game itself <laughs> is like dog shit. <laughs> oh.
0: mm. So that, not the podcast
1: here. at all. You know, I would put it on the podcast, but there's really nothing to the game. It's just a, a fucking capture the flag game where you get to play as Naruto. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't really work for what we do. It, it would not <laughs> work. I would love to. I will do a whole episode on like Stewart's shitty games. The games I play that I admit are just terrible, but I find joy in. <laughs> <laughs> But so. it's it's nice to go back and play a game that's just well made. Like every now and then I go back and I'll play like Rise of the Tomb Raider or like uh, like the Metro series because I'm like, I just wanna play a game that works for a while, <laughs> which I do have to say. Out of all the podcasts I've done with you,
3: this is the first time I have sat down and enjoyed point A to point B of a game. What
0: are you talking about? You didn't enjoy Penumbra? (laughs) Uh, I told uh, everyone ahead of time they
3: wouldn't enjoy it. (laughs) You know, once again, out of all the games, you know, I've played,
0: I'm glad I played them. I am. I'm glad I played them. (laughs) But I was really glad to play this one. Yeah, this is the best game we've had you on. Hey, we did have you on Dead Aim. Dead Aim was a good game. What's so, ah, up?
3: Eh, we're not getting back into that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm
0: just a,
1: I'm a bad person. And if you hear me say the words, um, if you all hear me say the words, like historically important, it means I'm about to make, make you play something that's not good, but I think is interesting. Like this is a historically important game. People are like, oh, so it's a good game. I'm
0: like, oh no, I didn't say that. <laughs>
1: yeah. I, I didn't say that, that at all. all.
0: <laughs> so, I mean, and also one thing interesting about this game is as you're progressing through, like if we were talking about like when the escape, that's when you start running through some offices and you kind of see, like you just see empty chairs and empty desks, and you can kind of start to really see that something bad had happened. You never see what happened, you never get any actual information, but it does make sense, like what you said before, that in Half Life the com- Combine, is that what they're called? Yeah. Yep. Have taken over, so it makes sense that they would have. If you're going to take over, you're not going to let some kind of science lab like this keep running. You're going to get rid of everybody. By the way, they're called the Combines because. They- they're harvesting humans oh mm-hmm. you definitely get rid of everybody uh, i really need to play the half-life series someday that's one i've never played either of them oh no oh really oh um, <laughs> so
1: well looks uh, like we're playing uh i need to amend my list for next season i think <laughs>
0: put half-life one on there if you want I, to talk about that I, after I, the show but <laughs> so a couple other things that i do want to mention is like most of this game, you don't have any... You never really fight anything. You do have turrets that you have to deal no. with throughout the game, which are little, like, white pods that you can... Sh- I mean, for me, I just send a portal behind them, go behind them, pick them up, and throw Yeah, well, you yeah. don't ever... I like how you said that, because you don't fight anything. Well, you deal
1: with them. It's not you're not like blowing shit up i mean you could argue that like the the lab itself is destroying itself but you're not actively destroying things you're just you're well that's uh you
3: you never physically attack anything you know you 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 happen to manipulate stuff for things to hurt each other but you never really physically i mean i guess you can pick up a box and like Swing it into a a uh, turret, but that's going to be the most of you know your combat options.
1: It's useless. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would um I would argue that like Valve is responsible for three of the most iconic video game guns. And I would list those as the portal gun, the gravity gun, and probably the sniper from Counter-Strike. And op. it's it's important that, yeah, the AWP. Yep. And it's important to note that only one of those three guns is actually a gun. <laughs> like, it's an iconic, it's considered an iconic weapon of games. And it's
0: not a weapon, It's a it makes portals. I think that's, that's really fun. Yeah. I mean, it's just a puzzle-solving mechanic that ends up creating a really fun game and a fun yeah. mechanic. I mean, another thing, like, I liked it when I mean, as you're going through the offices and you you, like, you have the turret and you have like there's one part where you have to take chairs and, and, and use a chair to get into a vent, which I had a hell of a time trying to do because <laughs> I kept the chairs kept falling. And then when the chair would fall, it was you had to like put two chairs on each other to make the jump. I was getting really uh, irritated. So that's
3: that's one of the puzzles. I said there's another way to do that one. So above that little vent where you were going back because there's a rocket launcher there, right? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you can open up a portal. And there's a tube that has uh, cubes going across it right at the vent. And you can oh, yeah. direct a rocket to hit that vent and it will yep. open up and drop a
0: uh, cube for you. So I did it completely wrong. Okay, But, but yeah, you did it. Yeah, yeah. I mean physics. <laughs> I did it with
1: chairs. I <laughs> note um, that at that point, those are regular cubes. But they're not the cube. No, thank you.
0: I was just about to bring up we haven't talked about the companion cube.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's the greatest character in a video
0: game ever (laughs)
3: yeah
0: it's
1: one of my favorite bits of design in any game I think just because of how like part of it is the joke but part of it is also just it shows how important design is in a character this game is filled with white cubes that are pieces of puzzles but one of the first puzzles they give you a white cube that has a little pink heart on it and they say this is your companion cube it is your best friend and for years after this game came out to the point that when they made the second game, they had to address it. People wanted to know what happened to Companion Cube. It's just a box with a heart drawn on it. And that
0: you use for a long, a kind of a long puzzle, but then you put it in the incinerator. Yeah. 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 with it for
1: a little bit, and then you have to like, quote unquote, kill it. Euthanize it. Which, which realistically, you could go and take any white cube and draw a heart on it, which I think even shows up in the second game is cubes that have like hearts drawn on them. <laughs> <laughs> like in like Cran but for some it's... reason though I, I, I will admit every time I have to throw that
3: box into the incinerator I do get sad you feel
1: bad you it's do just, it's like the bad. perfect example of like like anthropomorphizing something and giving it like just if you give something a little bit of a personality it becomes really hard to destroy it <laughs> it's, it's like, why uh, people like uh, hold on to shit forever it's so like you're
0: um, it's
2: like your Wilson <laughs>
1: yeah. cast away yeah. It's, it's like everybody's like first toy when they were a kid or like a beanie baby or something where you're like but in my head it has this personality
0: <laughs> but it's just a stuffed toy it's like no it's it has a personality <laughs> it's I mean it also makes sense that I mean in a, in a way you're in a traumatic situation so maybe you would have something that would mean more to you. I mean, I know it doesn't. I would rather it, it's like shooting old, old Yeller every time you have to burn <laughs> yeah. that body <money> too. <laughs> because <laughs> you're
3: told this is your companion cube yeah. and it helps you solve puzzles this is and your like friend. <laughs> yeah and you're running
1: and grabbing it and you're carrying it with you and you're all happy and it doesn't make any noise it doesn't do anything it's just a white box with a heart drawn on it mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, it's so
0: heartbreaking to drop it in the incinerator it's such a brutal way to destroy what is essentially trash <laughs> but also that that incinerator pays off later on because you mm-hmm. do you do use the incinerator again and which is kind of this game you know yeah. teaching you what you're going to be doing later on in the game for one of the the, the only boss situation yeah it's um, yeah. it's
1: the longest setup to a revenge story ever <laughs> you have to burn
0: the cube in the beginning and at the end you have to burn glados in the same incinerator <laughs> Ooh. I really like that fight with Glados because as, as the game progresses and you're trying to escape you end up running into where Glados has been this whole time. And Glados looks like a giant computer tentacle like thing sticking out of the sticking out of the ceiling. And as you come in the room, she starts talking to you and telling you how she's going to kill you. About she's going to put gas in the room, and it won't hurt me, but it will. It you know something about it will kill you. And there's a timer on the wall, and then something falls off, and she's like, "Oh, that wasn't supposed to fall off. That's just my morality. I don't need that." Or something of and, that nature. Um,
1: famously, uh, the Glados. Okay, I love the design of Gladys too because, kind of famously, I think more so when this game came out, people were really like when people started noticing this and talking about it. Gladys is based on the Birth of Venus, a famous painting. If you just Mm -hmm. hang it upside down, and uh, it's it's such a good design. No Siri, I don't want anything. Shut up. <laughs> 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 Every episode at least once. I don't know what I say. Yeah, it's based on there's a famous painting called the Birth of Penis, and if you just flip it upside down, GLaDOS fits in it like perfectly. That's cool. Yeah. It's um it's a nice little bit of like like art design there. I think this game just has a ton of really good art design in it.
0: But I I I died on the GLaDOS fight the first time because I just couldn't do... I was having a hard time with part of it the last part and I didn't really know what I was doing right away. But it's such a cool fight where... Because you don't fight in this game at all. So you have a turret that's trying to shoot you. You have to create a portal up in the same area where GLaDOS is like the same like velocity or height. And then you have to create a portal by you Get the turret gun to shoot a rocket at you, and then run away and throw a portal in the wall, and have it goes through the portal and it hit. And Glados is moving too, back and forth. You kind of have to time it right so it hits Glados, and and then pieces fall off, and they all fall. They fall in certain, you know, yeah. set places. But it's a really cool puzzle puzzle fight yeah, yeah. and that
2: neurotoxin this isn't the first time she actually released it either um yeah when they originally turned her on um she was untested and this was on a uh, bring your daughter to work day <laughs> and she just released all the neurotoxin and killed everyone
0: <laughs> is that is that why it's empty
1: yeah okay <laughs> what the that's fuck in the comic that? right i think it's just in the backstory oh what the fuck dude I, gl- I just googled glados and like one of the immediate results was like thick glados <laughs> it's like <"Ooh>, <laughs> why <laughs> i mean there's, some. Th- there's so many
3: websites that that could be on which
1: website would you find that <laughs> I'll, give you, uh, <laughs> I'll give you a hint uh it's DeviantArt. art <laughs> <laughs> okay because it's always deviant art but i mean uh, there's so
3: many i not see it <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> like, i gotta find this it's always it's always deviant art since tumblr doesn't exist anymore <laughs> um basically yeah i think? love uh, that fight is it's interesting too because it would be so easy to to just have glados be like a giant turret or have like a ton of rocket launchers but they make the fight have so much character to it because Cl- gladys is insulting you the entire time. Uh-huh. Um, and, like she's like half pleading with you and half just insulting you. And then saying like, Oh, you're too dumb to kill me. Like I'm not worried at all. <laughs> is the great line of like and with how the fight starts is not even a fight at first. Like a uh, uh, one of her like little orbs falls off. Her morality it, core. One of her morality cores hits the ground. And she's like what, did, like, what is that? I don't know what that is. I'll have to figure this out later. I'm not sure. And you can like walk around the lab and you find a button and you press it and it opens an incinerator. And if you drop that in the incinerator, she goes, oh, I remember what that's for. They installed that um, to prevent me from releasing the neurotoxin from the first time I released the neurotoxin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, so that's where that's from. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to uh, get rid of like three more morality cores on her. And the, I, I wouldn't
3: call them so much. I wouldn't call it. So I think she has different cores. And, yeah, I not yeah, They're I all, don't, all morality. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think so one's they're per- anger. they're cores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One's anger. One's um, how to make chocolate cake. Yeah, which I held way too long. Trying, and I was like, I wonder if this act chocolate cake would actually like if I wrote down the recipe and tried it.
1: Mm.
3: Yeah, because you you have to like get you can't be like near the incinerator
2: and just throw it in there. You have to go across the room and push a button and then teleport to the incinerator while it's ticking down before it closes mm. and dropping one of them in there. Yeah, so it's not specifically like you just walk over and dump something in there. You kind of have to do a
0: little bit to do it. Yeah, it's It's, a little bit of a puzzle in itself because I tried walking. You do not have enough time. No. And which credits this whole game for great game design,
3: because I don't think maybe except for like the first two, you know, dens, you don't. They don't tell you what to do. No. Like never once does she like put this portal here. You know, you need to put something on the switch. But as the game develops, you're like, oh, okay.
0: She uses context uh, clues
1: to teach you everything. mm -hmm. Yeah, the game, it's it's perfectly built because the game goes from telling you what to do to showing you what to do to not giving you anything to actively trying to hinder you. But at the time it tries to hinder you, you already know what's happening and you know how to solve the puzzle. Still, you might have difficulty solving it because some of them are a bit tricky. But you—it's rare that you'll get to a puzzle and be like, "I have no idea how to do this." You know, at least the starting point. And once you're at the starting point, you can figure out the rest.
3: So, does anybody have a favorite puzzle in the game? Because I have a puzzle that every time I get to, I, I just get happy. Um, I'm like, yes.
1: i like, yeah. What the? Yeah, I absolutely do. <laughs>
3: mm-hmm. Mine is the uh, when you're using momentum and you keep going up and down that yes. like little the platforms.
1: Yeah,
0: that's every time
3: window. it's
1: just I'm like,
0: "Yes,
3: it's here. It's so fun." I, I hated have...
0: that puzzle. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I uh I have a soft spot for any game that As as I'm sure you guys have, Mike and Stefan may have noticed that in the Overblood group, I I posted a question that was like, what's a game with good flying mechanics? I have a soft spot for games that let you feel like you're soaring through the air. I don't know why. It's just something I love. Um, (laughs) And yeah, when I get to that puzzle, I'm always like, like, I wish I had a whole game of this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree.
2: Uh, My favorite puzzle is actually just the incinerator escaping death. Because
1: (laughs) the first time I played it, I was like, wait.
2: What the fuck do I do? I gotta escape, and I just
1: burned. <laughs> <laughs> I think even after you die, won't she say like "Good riddance" or something, or like "Glad that's taken care of"? Yeah, uh, test completed or something. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's what it is. Test completed. I do like that. It's like, oh, we're gonna get you the cake. Just, just ride the incinerator. Don't worry. I mean, I do like that, and I like how the whole thing is—you'll get a cake. Yeah, and
2: then when you do escape this incinerator, she's like, "You, you made it. You've passed the
1: final test. You were supposed to do that." now you can get cake (laughs) even the um god even the like the last the boss fight which really is just another puzzle is so i love it so much because it's so it's just there's so much going on every time one of the cores falls you get to like experience that personality and glados kind of loses a bit of that personality as a result and so like the whole fight's just so
0: dynamic in terms of writing i love it it's a really good fight too. I mean, for, for a puzzle fight, it's really good. And then, so after you after you hit her with the four uh, different rockets and you take the four core, I think it's four cores and throw them in the incinerator. It is the uh, morality core,
1: the curiosity core, the intelligence core. Core and the anger core. Mm
2: -hmm. The anger
1: (laughs) growls at you too, which is (laughs) really weird. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have any lines. It just like hisses and growls. That's kind of funny. I um...
0: I kept the cores very short. They went right in the incinerator. For, uh,
1: for an example of how it growls at you, too, the the noises it makes were used in Left 4 Dead as zombie noises. Oh yeah. my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> they were used <laughs> assets.
2: That's cool. Oh man. When's that going to be on the show, Stu?
1: Um, <laughs> September. That's oh, a, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember I don't what we're playing next week, but I know for sure what when we're playing Left 4 Dead. <laughs> so, don't worry. Online co op. I oh, doubt right. maybe. Oh, I'll be playing it online. I don't know. If
0: you want, okay. Yes. I'll be running <laughs> it. Uh,
1: I'll be running it just in multiplayer by myself. And if anyone <laughs> wants to come in and experience whatever that's like, then then yeah, have we fun. We are gonna we are gonna play that together. Yeah, you gonna... won't like you won't like the way I play, but I can tell you that. Okay, but other things no, like I'll the do, end uh, of the game might actually give me an aneurysm.
0: While that game. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Um. So does Chell like Chell finally escapes This is the way I took it for this ending. Because after you beat Glados, it shows like the building kind of blowing up a little bit. Um. I think uh... that what it is is they're transported. It to the surface because something
2: malfunctions and they're like teleported by a portal or something. Something okay. like that happens.
1: Yeah. I thought it, this is interesting that everyone got something different from that because I always thought it was like you're in like essentially a nuclear silo
0: mm-hmm. and
1: the, it opens and like you just get pushed back up to the surface that way. I thought you were uh, just like in a big silo underground.
3: Yeah. yeah that's, that's, uh, sorry,
1: that's,
3: go ahead. Is there multiple endings to this game?
1: No. So. No, but it's just such a weird ending that everyone has so many different theories about what happens. (laughs) Uh,
2: On the wiki, it says a malfunction tears the room apart and transforms, transports
1: everything to the surface. Okay, well, transports could mean portal or mechanically. Yeah, Um,
0: especially in this game.
1: Yeah. And okay, so let me try to explain this ending. You get to the top. GLaDOS is laying in pieces around you. Um, I like that shit is like still falling from the sky like it, it's implied to either be like uh, like either a portal or an explosion or something and uh, you're on the ground and you hear something come up behind you that sounds like one of the turrets and it's like thank you for <laughs> earlier in the game we have to go back to an earlier joke and the game when you first escape the labs uh, GLaDOS is trying to like talk you into giving up. And one of the things she says is, "Um, uh, no, don't go that way. Oh, 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 good. You solved the puzzle. We're throwing a party for you. We're cutting the cake now. Please get, please put the portal gun down and get into the party ready position. Uh, f- Get on the ground and put your arms by your side. That's the party ready position. And uh, at the end of the game, you're laying on the ground and you hear what sounds like one of the turrets behind you go. Thank you for getting into the party ready position. And you start getting dragged away. I didn't even I, hear that. I was going to say, I
3: never heard that. Oh, really? Neither. Yeah. yeah. I think that's amazing. If so, or, well, not if so, but however you trigger that. Yeah, that's that's awesome. That's a nice little touch. I'm glad yeah. they did that.
1: It's it's a great little joke in there, and yeah, the the impression I always got from it, because then it also does like the little side thing which I don't know if is an easter egg or if it is uh in the story that always freaked me out but I always took it to be like like okay you've escaped but that was just another part of the tests of you beating GLaDOS and now you're like being dragged back down to do it all over again (laughs) which is a dark ending in my mind but like that's always the impression I got was like yeah you were always going to beat her and this is like probably the thousandth time you've done it and you've just got to be dragged down you're going to play the whole game again without realizing it yeah I I want to say for like the whole
2: Half-Life series even though other like really great games i don't think a single one of them has a good ending they're all
1: depressing no. yeah. <laughs> um, you could argue left for dead has like the best endings which is ironic yeah except for bill bill doesn't <laughs> get a good ending except for bill well he you know more like morally he he's yeah. happy he's, he's a little, hero like, he's a hero we'll save that for a couple of weeks from now <laughs> uh we probably won't even talk about that in left dead episode because that's not even a part of left for dead one or two that's like a whole extra thing they added to two years after the fact oh yeah is it a like dlc episode or something yeah it's free they it's free DLC, but it was yeah, it was like a separate thing that they were trying to do. They tried to do that with Leopard Dead one at some point too. They added in like a, *The Past*, I think it's called, where it's like mm-hmm. a different kind of campaign. Yeah, I don't think anyone liked it though. <laughs> if it I remember correctly. Wasn't very. It was different, and we'll talk about that in that episode. Yeah, we'll get whole... there when we get there. The yeah. whole um, issue with
0: that. Any yeah. last things to say about *Portal* before we go to questions and memories? Yeah, only the greatest part of *Portal*.
3: Yes, we talked. we talked about the ending, but we didn't get to the credits. Um,
0: Oh, good point.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Which every time, every time the first time we'll all I I remember where I was. I remember where I was wearing like just (laughs) so amazing. And then, um, you know, a few days ago still sat down big smile on my face as you get to hear glad I was still alive yeah yeah this uh this was really a triumph guys uh I think
2: I'm making a <laughs>
1: note here huge success yeah <laughs> yeah uh... not just sing still alive but sing it as like a sassy sarcastic a un- annoyed robot hard to overstate my satisfaction (laughs) uh entire song from the perspective of a robot saying good job you did it i guess Uh, (laughs) like even the lyrics are sarcastic she says even
2: though you broke my heart and killed me and tore me to pieces think of all the things we learned for the people who are still alive
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) which plays into my theory that that you were supposed to be glados and it's a it's just a repeating process Mm -hmm. that's true And at the end, she has to sing a song to congratulate you every time. And as time goes on, she's just gotten more and more annoyed at it. (laughs) Like the first time she sang the song, it was probably like totally sincere. And she's like, Good job. You did it. I love you. And by the end, she's just like, Fuck you. You beat me. Whatever. All right. (laughs) Congratulations, I guess. You know, I'm still alive. And when everybody else is dead, I'll still be alive. And <laughs> that nice uh, that nice little epilogue sequence, which it's still so creepy to me of you flying around a dark room. And you can see like uh, the shadows of like like spheres and it's just the camera zooming around and everyone thought it was like it. At it, first, it's like a little joke because you see something in the center and it zooms in and it's the cake that was yeah. supposedly the lie. And in, behind the cake is a shelf full of the spheres and you just see the like orange eye open implying there. There are hundreds of Gladys's Gladys's Gladys that uh, uh, a lot of robots. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: Aren't there uh, companion cubes on the shelves too or there, something? There is yeah. one
3: companion cube.
1: It's okay. the companion yeah, cube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's right. One companion cube. There's only one companion cube. Exactly. <laughs> okay, there's I forgot thousands. about that with the cake. It,
0: it, it was cute. I, I think I, the I, companion I, I cube even has
1: like a little birthday hat on or something <laughs> because why not?
0: Yeah. Uh, oh,
1: God. <laughs> it's just a perfect ending to the game. <laughs> I, but like the, yeah, that, yeah, that wall of Gladys eyes. It just, it always is so unnerving to me. I don't know why. It's just, like, because it's supposed to be a little freaky, but I, something about it just always, like, really disturbs me.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's uh, only one to unite them, and in the darkness, bind them.
0: Oh, oh my God.
1: You <laughs> heard it here uh, first. Gladys is door. <laughs> All right.
0: I think we should go to any any last things to say? Uh, no, let's move on to questions. Still, Still alive. Right. I, actually, I actually got a, a decent amount of comments that... More than I was expecting. Um, a couple from the Classic Gamer Guild group. From, first one from Richard Dale Carlson said, Brilliant game in every way. He's right. Yeah. <laughs> And then from Jeremy Scruggs, Portal was fantastic, and Portal 2 was an excellent s- sequel. I hate for them to cave the pressure and for a third one without giving them much care if they have the first two. Don't worry. They just never release a third game. That's how it works. Yeah. yeah don't worry. We'll never get it. <laughs> so, and this one from <laughs> Nicholas Cat Addict. He said, some context, Portal was published when Lost and the Mystery of the Dharma Initiative was all the fuss. Fuck you, Lost. Fuck you. I hate, I, I hate that show right now. Um, oh, I, need this I can think of a couple of guests that are going to be very upset with you. Mouse maze in a surreal abandoned state, still running with something I really enjoy. Still in my eyes, why I like the Portals 2, Cave Johnson and the core story. The sequel did, the sequel did not so great tone wise. Too much soap opera comedy and not enough horror mystery. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, I think,
1: uh, yeah,
2: that's, that's a, a weird complaint. <laughs> yeah,
1: I think what you're asking for is a different game. Dark? Yeah. The Number Overture. Try
0: that. It's a Dark game.
1: <laughs> well, the, maybe like Outlast or something. Play like the, the results of those games. Um, oh, just play for Number
0: Overture. I, I think I want people to suffer well, just like I had to. Well,
1: <laughs>
2: if you want Dark, just go play Shadows of Chernobyl. <laughs> there you go. Yeah.
1: Yeah, if you want a you good want Dark to puzzle games, a good game, I want them to experience a bad game. Oh, well, yeah. In that guy's going to play for Number.
0: It's historically important, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure if the one game I said, Helena, do you want to come back? She'd be like no not for- <laughs> <laughs> what's funny I
1: is i was uh, i was looking at like the amnesia games for our next season and i was like there's still a lot of penumbra games we haven't played but no one wants to
0: <laughs> no nobody does they <laughs> all add, <laughs> like
1: maybe uh, i'll throw like the scp games on the list and just annoy mike what the hell are scp oh oh let talk about
0: 2005 internet <laughs> Oh oh no, 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 no. <laughs> you sound terrible. Okay. Um some from the I watched the entire Overbled replay group see what I got here. I got this from Dominic Chichoki. He was on the show before for Metroid Zero Mission. Yeah. Uh, he said, I bought a disc, a portal at a GameStop for like $10. It was an introduction to downloading Steam and all that. It was so strange to me. I loved the game, but my desktop at the time couldn't handle it. Near the end, there's a room that's over a pool of sludge with multiple balls of electricity floating around where you have to get to the other side and figure out the path. That was finally just too much for it to handle, and I just enabled God Mode to see the rest of the game. It was great, uh, but also a good example out. of playing PC games as a kid
2: i'm sort, kind of surprised about that because uh famously um steam's hardware like the system that Half-Life runs on and portal eventually uh it actually could run on like anything so i'm surprised yeah. it
1: had to be I really old a good computer, computer. So, yeah. yeah we only talked about the uh the orange box but the source engine itself is
2: yeah the source engine
1: it's just it's it's like kind of aged uh itself now but for a long time it was just so intuitive and easy to work with and like if they're like i it, it almost deserves to be like an episode in itself just talking about the source engine itself mm-hmm. gary gary's mod yeah just talking about gmod like the fact people still play gmod games
0: mm, consistently
1: crazy. today like it's it's almost more popular today than when it came out
0: Oh, and uh, that earlier comment that I said about Lost, I love Lost. It was a great show. It's just the fact that oh, the show oh, doesn't it doesn't go anywhere. Mike Albertson here. I mean, it has so many great Walking mysteries happening, comments. but it it does nowhere. <laughs> like they just they were writing, they were writing, and then the, when the writer strike happened in season four, they just said "fuck it, we don't care anymore. Just finish the show." Oh, and well, it's never. I agree with you that J.J. Abrams doesn't know how to finish anything. So no, he's a great of beginner of a story, but he's not very good at finishing the story, and that loss never wraps up very well like yes they're like spoiler for loss but nobody cares they're in purgatory but they're they're never really it's not like it's something that was foreshadowed throughout the entire show with little hints it was just something like what do we do now oh they're all been dead for years yeah that's that's the story yeah it, it doesn't fit like there aren't you can tell that was not their initial plan to what they were going to do with this they just didn't know what to do i want
1: to I want every show to start with J.J. Abrams and end with somebody else.
0: <laughs> so a uh, couple more to read from Andrew Gurdys said, if I could pick one game to play again for the first time, it'd be Portal, no doubt. I use a walkthrough for a lot of my first playthrough because I was a dumb kid and now regret it. Also, I think it'd blow my mind if I played it for the first time today. <laughs> I don't know if it'd hey. blow your mind, but it it's really cool. I think he'd be impressed by it.
1: I don't think any... I think Valve games kind of got put on a pedestal because they were all just really good. I don't know if I would say any of them are, like, blow-your-mind good. They're all just good... In they're all like consistently good. There's no lulls in them. Like there's some great games that have some really weak sections. I would say like the entirety of the entirety of a uh, of Bioshock after you find out about like the Andrew Ryan stuff gets really fucking slow and boring. And it Ooh. makes what is an otherwise great game fucking awful. Um yeah. They I think they were always pushing the envelope though and creating
2: yeah. new things that were intuitive and you know, and definitely wall breaking, like this, for instance. But
1: mm. like Club uh, for Dead
2: was always the game we always wanted, but we just yeah didn't get it, so they made
3: it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's just it's just consistently good the entire time playing it. I think yeah. it's just it's
0: it's just fun. It's just <laughs> a fun game. When you speak of, like, greatest games of all time, I mean, there are certain things that I would... I mean, I guess you could put this on the list. I'm looking oh, yeah, at yeah, a definitely. list at the moment. Silent Hill 2 is on that list and some other games I never played. Um, But I, we're not here for yeah. that. I would say, <laughs> I would say it, could, it, it would belong on a list of, like, 100 best
1: games of all time. I would not be shocked if Portal was on there. And I guarantee you at least Half-Life 1 would be on there, probably Half-Life Two.
3: Yeah.
2: And probably Left for Dead, easily. to be honest.
1: Oh, easily. I, I would... Just, I'd put money on it. Just consistently well made games. It's a if If only Steam had failed, <laughs> um,
0: what a world <laughs> we live in right now. You know, we're number three on IGN's uh, top 100 games. That doesn't shock me at all. That game And number has, one is Super Mario World. And then number two is all the length of the past. So. When we do Portal 2, half of us, half of that episode will just
1: be us talking about how good the voice acting is and, and the writing. Because it's half 2 is, is number eight. And uh, Steven Merchant. And they're just like, the perfect absurdities next to each other it's okay. it's jk simmons essentially <laughs> doing his um his fuck what's the guy's name from spider-man it's his doing it yeah, yeah it's him doing jay J. johnson from spider-man
0: the entire time just full 11 at At eleven, the entire time. And last comment from Overblood from Michael Dunn: Portal is my favorite video game. Such a beautifully simple concept done super well with a great personality. There are worse games to be your favorite game. (laughs) (laughs) Hundred percent. I I I know some. Yeah, we played some. (laughs) (laughs) Portal's number seventeen, by the way, on IGN's top one hundred list. Oh really? Portal Trigger's only number eighteen. Oh, this list is broken. Garbage. Garbage. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) That game's a number five, easy. Is Stalker Shadow of Chernobyl in the list? It shouldn't be. <laughs> I don't know if it is. It shouldn't be. I'll tell you that. I mean, that's a great game, but it ain't no top 100 game. Everything is somebody's favorite thing. So I yeah. always have to say that. I I, I found that out. Even, even like Beautiful Joe is somebody's favorite thing. Yeah, oh, oh so Joe. good. <laughs> I have I, that game hurts me because the only game I didn't beat <laughs> on the show. And I, I good news. Adam just volunteered to do Beautiful Joe, too. Oh, wow,
1: absolutely.
0: <laughs> And I will enjoy every moment of it. (laughs) (laughs) all right from from the laser official laser time group i got a few comments to read from chad hembrook portal is amazing portal 2 is even better and has recently provided me and my friends with hours of pandemic lockdown entertainment what's this lockdown everybody talks about i mean i still go to work like normal i don't understand yeah (laughs) five days a week i'm at work (laughs) yeah same here i'm like and lockdown what's that i I get in my car and go to work (laughs)
1: yay
0: (laughs) anyway (laughs) Um, (laughs) <laughs> and from Andrew Wilson, mostly Kate memes, never actually played it. You should change that, sir. You definitely should play it. Look, I understand
1: that mentality, but uh, play it and you'll understand. Play it's it for now. Three and hours. Under- yeah. Understand the memes that came out in 2007. And <laughs> that's, it'd be like going back in time it's worth <laughs> i want to i wonder how many people out there because it's got to be a lot who they hear portal and the first thing they like without like people who have never played portal but know what it is and when they hear the name the first thing they think of is like cake meme i want to know how many of those people exist
0: i'm one of them probably well, I mean, honestly you play like it, if, so, oh,
3: if somebody said portal to me i would i would either say aperture science or cake or like okay. the like the rorschach test you know first things that come to mind i wish mm-hmm.
1: i uh, well, yeah I wish my shirt, uh, sadly, since I've had it for such a long time, it I finally had to give up and throw it away because it was filled with holes. But I had an Aperture Science shirt for a long time with the um, the Apple uh, uh, a slogan underneath of it. It was Aperture Science, think different. <laughs> nice. So funny. I love that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone have, always thought it was a real company.
2: I used to have a friend who had that, too. He had two shirts. He had Aperture Science and another black shirt that said, I'm with the band. Oh, nice. It was... Um,
1: <laughs> And I bet I know exactly where he got both those shirts, and it no yep. longer exists, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it still exists, but not the same. Yeah. Man, because I have a, I had a bunch of Futurama shirts that I, I miss, and I can't get anymore.
0: Well, hey, uh, get, look at the bright side—you get to talk about Futurama in the future. Rama. It's on the show. Rama. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I didn't get the joke. <laughs> it's okay oh, so one quick thing to mention before we wrap up this episode is like the speed run for this game <laughs> the time without load audit with all the with glitches is six minutes and 47 seconds and the glitchless run it's like 15, 15 minutes. minutes and 27 seconds yeah mm-hmm. this
1: is um this is depending on your skill level and your puzzle solving ability this is anywhere from like a
0: I would say 40-minute game to a three-hour game. (laughs) It took me two hours on Steam. And I I played it before, but it's been, like, over seven, eight years, so I didn't remember really anything other than the concept. It's one of those games where um, it takes me a while
1: to beat it, but only because I like to to just, like, try to fully explore every single room because I know that there's a million Easter eggs hidden everywhere that I'm just looking for.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're also kind of that guy too like you like were me I rush through any game that we play for the show or not it's just even before the show it's just how I am I just try to get through the game beat it enjoy it move on to the next game and I'm the guy who tries to
1: appreciate everything to a fault where i'll play a game and it'll take me 70 hours because i'm
0: just like looking at every sign in the game going well oh, that's interesting design that's a good i, mean, I will a, do a side quests in an rpg or something where i can earn something i was an achievement whore for a little while but <laughs> i'm not a trophy whore like <clears throat>, a manual like some people we know uh, <laughs> friends of the show but so i it just yeah i just can't do it anymore yeah, and uh,
2: if anyone was curious i'm just the
1: guy yeah you're <laughs> a trophy whore too but not as bad guy okay. um, you're a resident God. evil trophy whore yeah sadly i think you just say resident evil whore yeah there's <laughs> stefan
0: all right i think we should go to show for box
2: i put so, out for zombies
1: because <laughs> <laughs> I, have... <laughs> <laughs> um, one... I have five minutes left <laughs>
0: why don't you go first Ashley Stu? you go first
1: okay because i might have to run right after this i mean obviously yeah i i i went back and forth and putting this game on my shelf for a lot because i I love the game so much i don't know if i ever connected with it like other people did um Despite the fact that I love the game, there are people that like worship this game and I feel like it doesn't belong on my shelf just because I don't worship it like other people do. But uh, fuck that. It's going on my shelf anyway. Um, it's, I love it. It's really well made. It's just fun consistently throughout the entire game. The look of it is phenomenal. I love the like corporate look that becomes a joke that becomes like an actual puzzle solving aspect. Uh, the the voice acting and the writing is hilarious and dark and, It just, it burns through like every bit of emotion in a course of five minutes. And I just, I love that. It's a phenomenal game and everyone should play it. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. Uh, How about you, Adam?
3: (laughs) Definitely on the shelf. Not personal, not like, you know, a uh, uh, little trophy shelf, the top of the shelf. And there's only like five games that go on the top of the shelf. And to reach that, you would have to put a portal on the ground and then a portal on the ceiling and drop it and hope that it lands <laughs> art side the right way you want because you're not getting back up there. I love this game. Mm-hmm. Like I have so many emotions attached to it. Like I said, I can tell you where I was the first time I beat it. What I was wearing, like it's just writing art style simplicity just oh God, i gotta love this game
0: okay uh, how about you, Stefan?
3: Yeah, so like Adam said earlier, I do remember
2: exactly where I was when I saw the trailer to this game and I was blown away. Um, <laughs> and, I, and not even, you know, just the game itself, but like that story of just students working on something that they created and all of a sudden, you know, being a part of Valve and falling in line with that. That is a great fucking story. Um, but the actual game, I, because I was going back to it, I played it before. <laughs> I just kind of sat down. I was like, oh, I'll just kind of get ahead and portal for next week uh you know I was waiting for somebody to get ready to go somewhere and I pretty much got through like more than half the game in one sitting just waiting (laughs) because it's it's really not that long but um I put it on the shelf um going back to it at first I thought you know hey like I'm really kind of bored actually but I got into it after a while because the game requires that of you and GLaDOS is just hilarious to listen to Mm. um I don't know if you go through it like a million times, it would be hilarious, probably be annoying, but for me, it was still funny. Um, so yeah, it's going on the shelf. Good game.
0: Good game. And I'll go last. Yeah, it it really is a good game. Like I, I had played this before, but I completely forgot everything about it. Other than the fact that you make portals. That was all I remembered. And I kind of got the experience for the first time in a way because I remembered certain parts. I knew where it was going, but it, it was a lot of fun. And I'm not, a, I, I do not like puzzle games. I hate them, to be honest. They're not my thing, but I, I enjoyed this game. My complete two hours through, I did get a little annoyed a couple of times, but that's just me. But it was it was fun. It was relaxing. It's going on the shelf. And I'm so glad we did this on the show. <laughs> I can't wait to put the witness on my list. <laughs> I will I will cheat the entire game so just to be aware (laughs) you put it on a list I will not do a single puzzle the way you're supposed to so to um to ask a uh, a couple final questions
1: Um, how many people would go into a hallway and put one portal on one side and the other portal on the other side so you could just look into infinity Oh, uh, every day. Yeah, just, just like the little, the simplest little thing It was just so fucking, just being like, oh, I can see my character, like, like, it was like mind blowing almost. Just be like, oh, that's what shell looks like. <laughs> I can like, see just part of me at any given time. Just following, following endlessly through a portal. Oh, I was God, gonna
3: yeah. say, yeah. so many times, especially that one puzzle where you're launching yourself, build up momentum, and then just smack right into the top of the ceiling every time.
1: <laughs> or, or, or putting the two portals on the ground and just dropping. Uh, turret and it's just (laughs) infinitely flying back and forth (laughs) little whack-a-mole style is is the portal gun like the best like realistically the best video game gun to have (laughs) one of them if you had to have any it's it's definitely up there it's got to be up there Mm-hmm. gave me an idea by the way just now the amount of videos online after this game came out of like like back in the early days of like college humor of being like um what if you had a portal gun in real life just all those fucking video like early early internet like comedy sketches of portal guns in real life <laughs> what if you were shell and oh. they all end with somebody giving themselves a blowjob <laughs>
0: Yep. Oh, that's not where i thought that joke was gonna go <laughs> that's where all those jokes went yeah, every time <laughs> it was 2008 it was a different time yeah it was a different time uh, it was a much different time that was like 20 years ago it feels like at this point yeah that was, that it really does up. feel like 20 years ago because 2020 has been going on for four years it feels like so hey that was yeah. look
1: that was two global recessions ago
0: <laughs> <laughs> god that, that's not wrong <laughs> that's terrible <and> not wrong <laughs> was even a pandemic ago too
1: <laughs> that was two once-in-a-lifetime recessions <laughs>
0: yeah uh, once-in-a-lifetime pandemic okay um this there you also like one game i do want to reference really fast that had the portal mechanic that didn't work as good of course was darksiders one has a portal gun in it too oh uh, yeah uh, so just uh, fucking darksiders it's a good yeah. game but it's oh. hard to uh, like it's hard to
1: replicate the portal gun in any other game because it's it like it belongs in that
0: universe I don't know how else to explain it if it was like yeah, it doesn't it worked in that game. But that Dark Titans is just a game that they took everything, put it in a pot and boiled it and see what came out. I think
1: even even putting it in like the Half-Life series, I don't know that it would have worked in there, despite the fact that it takes place in the same universe. It's in the same engine because Portal just feels so thematically different that and the portal gun is so tied to the laboratory setting it would be weird to see it outside of that i think
3: yeah 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 you, you really need you need those crisp clear walls to, yeah beautiful white and blue and oh then, god you, <laughs> and <laughs> then <did> you- <laughs> if not it's it, it's got to be a factory setting oh,
1: oh man cool. oh god how how dumb would it be if like you had one wish and you wish for the portal gun but you needed a like the white wall specifically to use it <laughs> so it's just useless it's like a monkey's paw well, does yeah. anybody
3: remember does anybody remember what the material is for the walls i assume it's like a plastic i'm it's gonna moon, go no no it's moon dust oh, so, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: that's right because of portal 2 yeah <laughs> that, that'd be a really useless we- weapon then in real life because you couldn't use it uh, that's yeah. great in portal too <laughs> <That was>, uh... <laughs> we'll get there i'm sure <laughs>
2: Oh man, can you imagine like being in combat and dual wielding a portal gun and a gravity gun? Oh,
0: oh my
1: god, oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> That's what Half-Life Alex should have. You
0: been. keep saying gravity gun but I have no idea what you're talking about. I know what it is but I've never never it's, used it. It's great. You need to oh, put man. that damn game on the show if I can finally it's play not, Half-Life 1 and 2. It's not in Half-Life 1, it only shows up in
1: Half-Life 2. I know, but we need to play it someday. something. Yeah, it's just it's just the best gun. <laughs> Especially All when right. you get the supercharged one and you just fucking shooting guys into space. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I think we should I should introduce what we're talking about next week. Well, next week we're doing another topic episode because we need more time to play some games. And we're going to be talking about the year 2007 in gaming. Partly because it's the year my son was born, so I picked it randomly and then realized there's a lot of shit that happened in 2007. Yeah, that's like the yeah. peak year for everything Stu
2: loves. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> is-
1: it was like 2007 and I was like, "Okay." And you were like,
0: "Wow, you're really into that year." And I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean that's the best part. It was completely by accident. I just was like, ah, oh, my son was born that year. Let's do that year. It's the best year. So we're just gonna talk about video game stories from that year, the game some of the games that came out that year, and just everything that went just stuff that went on during that year.
1: So that's gonna be our I think this is the this is the second game we've played from two thousand seven. No, we've already done I, don't think we've I will say on our upcoming list we have a number of games from two thousand seven that I put on there yep that's true it's uh it was it was a good year for games <laughs> yeah it's really good
0: yeah we're, we're we'll get into it oh yeah kane yeah kane
1: and lynch yeah okay Kane lynch Halo Halo
0: 20, everything everything came out that year Shadows it'll, that Chernobyl. it'll make everyone feel really really old and very confused <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right and i think it's time to start wrapping up this episode um as we do we do tons of game episodes so definitely check out a lot of our old episodes we also do i'm going to the mcu movies i have there are three episodes up so far iron man 2 is the last one and i will be releasing thor later this month we also have comic episodes we just covered a amazing superman story so check that out we have oh, tons of comic God. episodes Yes? No. And there'll be tons more comic episodes coming up, we're doing two a month now. We're releasing two a month. We have a giant backlog of recordings that me and Stefan did. So check those out and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, where I'm constantly posting new images and enter in that contest if you haven't yet because one more week and we're done with it. And give a follow to our awesome intro and outro courtesy of Bobby, a.k.a. Mike Stoney from ZP Bite the Bullet, Song of the Cool Kid Squad. I've said that over a hundred times at this point. Uh, You've said it consistently, right, for about 60 times now. I wouldn't say 60. I'd say more like 20. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, gave, I gave Mike so much credit there. He's like, no. <laughs> it's, it's probably even less than that because i have fucked up in some of the episodes that no one's heard yet so (laughs) there's a lot of recording (laughs) all right well i want to thank everyone for listening thank you adam for joining us this week Always a pleasure guys are you sure about that always (laughs) dead aim and remember
3: hey well i may not enjoy the games i always enjoy (laughs) being with (laughs) y'all
0: like the recording's a pleasure maybe not yeah yeah i mean
3: new (laughs) experience i'll try anything once
0: That kind of thing, I guess, mentality. (laughs) All right. We will see everybody next week. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. Get some cake.